jumbo victory start of in Mozambique, where the global fund will disburse $770 million in the next three years there. Zuri Sam Elvis, this is the global fund, if you recall, formed in about 2002 when HIV was ravaging the, the world. And the, the 770 or so million dollars will be spread over three years to help. As you know, Mozambique is, is, a, is a high-risk malaria area. And although we're talking economics here, malaria can disrupt a lot of its tourism activities, and it can make it difficult if you have... Malaria is still one of the biggest killers in in Africa, and it can be prevented by doing things like simply treating nets around beds which people live. And Rwanda already, as you know, it's using drones to 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 control this kind of, of of stuff. So it is something that can be controlled and 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 make that tourism element a much easier deal to to handle. But it's 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 one of those things: ignorance, poverty, and disease are still the biggest killers. Of, of the African population, and by addressing this single one, is going to help that high-growth economy to, to stabilize. And in Nairobi in Kenya, the African digital credit company MCOPA signed a $255 million contract in new debt and equity. Yeah, funded by an American. I remember speaking to one guy from Minnesota, but I, I don't see him there any longer involved. But MCOPA started just financing cleaner energy equipment. You know, they were helping at the time when they were founded, around 2011 or so. They were funding people acquire technology to power their houses. So it's almost a, it's a fintech company in the sense that it combines technology using prepaid technology to get people to buy electricity by giving them the equipment on credit. So it has now since moved to smartphones as well and a lot of other things. So they're in Ghana, they're in in Kenya, where they started, and they in Uganda as well. So they want to fund with this 250 or so million, the expansion across the African continent of interest being that the 200 million is coming in debt financing from Standard Bank, and the rest of it is equity finance from the Sumitomo Corporation of Japan. The Sumitomo Corporation, I think it's one of the companies that also funded the expansion of Safaricom when they bought the, 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 the state-owned mobile network operator in Ethiopia. So it is showing that the Japanese, as quiet as they are, are doing a lot of business on the African continent. And lastly, in Nigeria, Dangota Refinery seeks to end fuel imports. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is supposed to be. Remember, Nigeria consumes about what 33 million liter million liters of of of, of petrol per day, and. Dangote's refinery, when it's finally operational, fully operational, because it's going to start its production, will produce over 53 million. But there's an economist who expressed the concern that the, 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 the refinery hasn't signed to buy any crude from the oil majors in Nigeria, which could mean, although it's supposed to end import, it might still be creating forex 
massive issues because if you're importing the crude oil, then you will be creating that foreign currency instability. But remember that the Nigerian National Petrol Corporation of, of, of Nigeria, the of Nigerian National Petrol Corporation owns 20% of this. It's a major step in the right direction and it will definitely create a lot of export capacity for Nigeria, funded by the richest man, as you know, Dangote, but with 20% owned by the government of Nigeria, it's also helping to stabilize that region and make Nigeria, which is the largest producer of oil, except now it's been overtaken by Angola temporarily, be able to export to ECOWAS at least.